You're listening to a Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by Arma Energy, presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt.
Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Fly Racing, X-Grand Goggles, Just One Helmets, Bills Pipes, and Niagara Water. I'm your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got none other than Brandon Beaver, uh, who's uh, recently came to uh, came to Earth rather abruptly, and he's here to talk about it with uh, a couple of sore ankles. Brandon, how you feeling? I'm feeling well, man. I could be better, but you know what? Uh, with all due respect, it could be a lot worse. So I'm just grateful to be in the position I'm in today. Well, for those who uh, do follow you on uh, on social media and uh, and Instagram is probably the best way to do so. Uh, Beaver uh, B B E A V six eighty five uh, is is where you would go to uh, to locate the video the the GoPro footage of your most recent uh, get off with the with the machine and uh, you and your Suzuki uh, came colliding to the ground at at a local riding spot uh, in, in a rather um, Fierce manner, as you as the as you might say, and uh, you've, you're 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 bedridden as to, uh, as uh, the result of it. Uh, tell us a little bit about um, how uh, how you've come to the position you're in right now. Yeah, you know, I woke up on uh, last Saturday. I woke up early, packed up uh, with FTTMX Ryan Hosting. We headed to Glen Helen uh, to to practice for Saturday's practice, getting ready for the uh, Trans World El Dorado National that was going to be on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, as soon as we pull up to the uh, gate, they say the Nationals going to be canceled due to rain. And so we were a little bummed about that. But you know what? A day at the track is a better, better day than being at home. So we decided to go on in and do some training. Uh, so all my riding buddies were there. Matt Shea from Vegas. Uh, Jake Scott, number nine, young amateur rider for Armor Energy, was there with his dad, Greg. Hanstein had a couple of kids training. And you know what? We're just going to make the best day of it. Um, I'm not a big fan of Glenn Helen, to be honest with you, but I was positive and said, you know what? We're going to make today today work, and we're going to practice today, and we're going to make everything right on the bike. And so when it comes next weekend for the first round of the Ultimate Amateur Series at Milestone, I'm going to be game ready. So while doing so, we were riding and training and just having some great motos, and actually I was enjoying the track, so I take – what I said about Glen Helen, I'm really not liking that track. I was actually enjoying the track for the day. I uh, was really working on my corners, the ruts, and the suspension on my bike. Uh, I was having a little bit of issues, but luckily uh, Pete Russell from Nas Suspension was there trackside. I got introduced from, uh, to him from uh, Greg Scott, and he helped me out with my clickers, got my suspension dialed in. So I started feeling really good, and then uh, – you know, one of those motos you go out to follow your buddy, Matt Shea was out on number 357 out of Vegas. He was flying. He's very fast. And I felt pretty good to be close to him for a couple of laps. And uh, we come back to the section. There's a roller and then two tabletops uh, for the finish there at Glen Helen. And I was battling with a couple of dudes. And when I came out of that corner, I just gripped it and just totally forgot that that roller was a roller and I launched it thinking it was the tabletop. And so I sent it. And as soon as I got off the lip of that roller, I realized what a big, huge mistake I had just made. And while wow, in the yeah. air, I, <laughs> when I saw the video, honestly, the first thing I thought of was that that, that takeoff was not the takeoff that you thought it was because, uh, yeah, you sent the thing, uh, 
uh, probably, uh, what would you say, about 40 or 50 feet, and um, about 70 or 80 feet away from the takeoff was uh, the takeoff to the next landing. So uh, um, what was the first thing that went through your mind? Um, Four-letter word? Yeah, full out of work for sure. Actually, I was just like, oh my gosh, I just, I really, I really screwed up. And I started praying. I'm not even kidding you. I had enough time to realize that I messed up and I just started praying. And I just, I squeezed my legs tight against my old blonde girlfriend there. And I said, I'm going to ride this out. You know, worst comes to worst. Here we go. And my goal was to, you know, I knew I was going to come down hard and just kind of ride it out if all possible. And, uh, I, I thought throwing the bike away would have been really, really bad because, you know, there you're off the bike, you're landing on your feet or your back. And I've had back trouble before and I've had concussions before, not the situation I want to be in again. But when you, just so you know, when you stay on your bike and ride it out, there's a good chance that you'll break both ankles as I did. And, uh, that's what happened. I, I landed and rode it out. Went extremely to my left, landed on my left side, uh, jamming my left shoulder into the ground, my right elbow. You could see the bone. And uh, honestly, when the first person I remember seeing was Ryan Hostein from FTTMX, he was there asking if I was okay. And I'm like, you know what? I think I am okay. I looked up and I didn't really feel a lot of pain at the point. I just knew I was kind of, you know, I was mangled a little bit, but could have been so much worse, right, Brad? Oh yeah, totally. Like, um, like, I, like, obviously, you never want to have uh, broken, uh, broken anything or dislocated anything. But uh, honestly, when when I asked uh, today, when I was asking, I uh, asked you how you were and what was uh, what was heard on you. Um, I was also honestly uh, thinking that I was going to hear a longer list than just a couple of ankles. Yeah, I was very lucky. Like you know, I kind of just relaxed and got my breathing under control and. Everyone was just, you know, telling me to calm down, which I was pretty calm. I wasn't feeling a lot of pain. You know, I asked how the bike was, and it was apparently way, way further than where I was at because I actually landed on top of the tabletop um, that I came up. If I was trying to jump on top of the tabletop, I came up short on. So I was kind of con- confused and concerned on how I got there, but that didn't really matter mm-hmm. so much. So once... I decided I wanted to stand up is when I realized left ankle, no pressure whatsoever, right ankle a little bit. So I've twisted some ankles at this point. You know, let's just go down to the truck and let me just relax a little bit. So Matt, uh, my buddy Matt Shea from Vegas and then and Hunstein, they, you know, carried me down off the, off the, the jump there. Because, you know, me, I don't want to hold up anybody else's riding, right? Get me off the track, get my bike off the track, and let these guys do the practicing. So uh, a gentleman with a rhino, came running over and it was very nice enough to give me a ride back to to our van so whoever that gentleman was thank you very much because that saved me a long walk or my buddies carry me that long way uh, i got back to the van and just assessed the situation so i knew i had two ankles that were pretty uh twisted uh you can see the bone in my elbow so darn now i got to go to er to at least get that stitched up but other than that i was very calm and felt okay um so matt uh, this prior military cat too. And he, you know, kind of assessing everything and just kind of being right there for me, making sure I was okay. And, uh, and one of the ladies that, uh, Hunstein's, one of the Hunstein's, uh, train, he was training her kid. Her name is Brandy. She was there, you know, being the mom and such a sweetheart, making sure I was okay. And 
And really, we just kind of sit there for like 30 minutes and just let me chill. And then uh, once, you know, the track was about to close, I asked Hanstein, would he mind taking me to the hospital? Of course, he's like, yeah, I got you. Let's go. So that's when, you know, you call the family. I called my son, Travis, um, who's 19. He was out and about with his girlfriend. I was like, hey, I know you're with your family, but uh, I'm going to need you to meet me at Kaiser ER if you don't mind. I uh, had a little accident. I'm going to be okay, but uh, I'm going to need a ride home. <laughs> so, wow. uh, went to, yeah, so went to Kaiser, and uh, Kaiser did an uh, excellent job getting me in right off the bat. Went to, into the ER. They started assessing the situation. Um, apparently, once I took my boot off, before I walked into ER, I realized how worse the injury was because I could see a lot of lumps in my left foot. And so I was like, uh-oh, we might not be a little spring and Saturday's race is looking a little bit further away than I thought. No kidding. Yeah, so I uh, had to go into emergency surgery. They had to set the bone back in, the talus back in place. Um, so they put me under. Uh, my son had got there by that time, so we did all the paperwork. He was by my side. Went into surgery. It only lasted like 20, 30 minutes, came out. I was surprised that it took that quick. And uh, so the doctor talked to me and he's like, well, we tried to set the bone back in place. It did not work. You're going to experience a lot more pain. And obviously he was correct. I started to experience a lot more pain in my left ankle because it did not set properly. So they had to go back in for a second surgery that night. Wow. Um, to, to actually put it back in place. And the second surgery was successful. No pins, no bone or no pins, no screws no or anything hardware. of that stuff. Yeah, no hardware. They fixed it, casted up both legs, and I ended up staying overnight for observation and uh, making sure that the pain was uh, something I could handle. I'm kidding. Uh, sounds like uh, uh, like the one thing I, as Canadians, we always think of is that uh, there's a lot of pain involved, but uh, as far as the uh, south of the border, there's uh, usually some bills that come along with it, so uh, it sounds like an expensive ordeal for you as well. Um, yes, uh, so, you know, I definitely have, uh, insurance through my work, Niagara bottling, which is an amazing company. The office is the best, you know, the best Kaiser program that I could have. Um, yeah. I think I ended up coming out of pocket so far, 10 bucks for, for one of the cassette forms and, and for some medicine I had to pay a little bit for. So wow. I'm very lucky that it didn't cost me thousands due to my medical insurance. So Definitely am blessed with that. However, I haven't checked the mail in a couple of days. I'm sure there's going to be something that's going to hit me in the back end, but that's okay. You know, like I said, they did a wonderful job. I was in great care. Uh, my family was there to support me the whole time. My friends, uh, like Robert Castillo from BMX Freestyle Team, one of my sponsors came. Him and his wife came to the hospital as soon as he found out what happened and, and spent some time with me. Uh, you know, Jimmy. Obviously, was on the phone from Armor Energy. Just everyone just reached out and was like, "Hey, you okay, bro? What we can do for you?" All my housemates. Uh, so it was it was really you know good to have everybody on my side. But unfortunately, I couldn't do anything but just lay there and, and just be positive and just know that tomorrow's gonna be a better day. No kidding. So, uh, um, of course, uh, when any member of the motocross world falls uh, to a victim to any type of crash, um, the, the rest of the community comes running for support. Um, but with that can come a, a lot of questions uh, that a, are, uh, are tough to answer and uh, can get uh, a little bit 
frustrating to answer and uh, the most being um, whether or not you're going to continue to ride. Obviously, uh, people are very concerned for your, your well-being and they're, they're, they want you to be healthy and happy. And um, But uh, for, for, for hopefully the last time, you'll have to answer this. Uh, any, any, um, any ideas about hanging up the boots permanently on this one? No, absolutely not. You know, it's funny when you, you know, all my, all my posts on, on Facebook or Instagram or any other social media is, is, is in a positive manner. And, it, and it's usually around, related around my wonderful family, my friends, or, or motocross. And uh, when I posted that video up, I posted that video up not to brag about my injuries, obviously, but to, to show, you know, something went wrong. But I still have a positive outlook on my sport, and I'm definitely going to keep continuing to try to be better. And uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Sloan and I were having a conversation today here in my room. And, and one of the things when you get faster uh, on your dirt bike and you improve in your sport, you're going to get hurt more or you're going to get hurt worse because you're going faster, right? right. So of course. to me, I You don't I hit look the ground it, often, but when you do, it's, uh, it's usually a doozy. It, it's a doozy, right? And, and you know, being 42 years old, I don't bounce. I thud. I agree with that. But uh, 42 is just a number. Uh, my mindset and my positive energy is going to take me riding a dirt bike until, until they lay me down to rest, you know? So, uh, putting my boots up, no, I'll put these boots up because they're, they're broken and they're uh, jacked up from the crash. I'll buy some new ones and I'll strap them on as soon as my doctor gives me the clear to do so. And I plan on riding and racing until, uh, until I can't because it's a passion of mine. It, it keeps me happy. It's an adrenaline rush that I need in my life. You know, I come from the 11 years military, United States Navy, and I need that. I need that adrenaline with, and just to go out with my family, my friends, and my buddies, and and ride to have that feeling. So, hanging my boot up? No. I had a lot of people on Instagram and Facebook question that, saying I'm too old or they don't understand, they don't get it. You know, uh, well, I, I hope you get it because my answer is always going to be the same. I won't hang the boots up. I'll always ride because it's a passion, and I believe that if anything's your passion, whether it's knitting, whether it's cooking, whether it's ice skating, wakeboarding, motocross, BMX, you do your passion until you can't do it anymore, and, and you live your life like it's your last every day. So that's my motto, and I'm going to stick to it. Well, there you go. That's some po- that's a positive uh, outlook from a guy who's uh, currently uh, laid up um, and, and looking at it from from a, a point of view that uh, these things can hurt you. But uh, I I, um, I really respect that. And honestly, I felt the exact same thing. I've had both shoulders pop out uh, five times on the left side, lost count on the right side, uh, torn MCL, uh, some wrists, some ankles, some knees stuff. Either way, um, and uh, I always. Get get the questions like when are you going to hang it up when is it too much have you ever thought that maybe this is a little bit too much to handle and uh or that you're going to do some permanent damage you even had a, a, a family doctor ask me like you gotta quit doing this stuff and that was probably uh four or five years ago if not more and um to tell anybody it's it's the passion in the sport and um these types of things like it, i would I would kick myself if I allowed myself to um, put down my motorcycle for good and uh, and go on with the rest of my life and then end up in some sort of a uh, uh, a situation where I, be- I become uh, disabled in another way. Then I would have pull- yeah. pulled the motocross away from myself hoping to uh, hide from these injuries in some way and then still end up getting one. Like, 
to me, it's it's not worth giving up. And um, I, feel, I I know you feel the same way. No, absolutely. I mean, look at all the wonderful people we've met through motocross, you know, and uh, and how much a part of their lives or they're in your lives today. And and man, they're the best friends you could ever ask for. Besides my military uh, comrades, you know, it's the next best thing. You know, they just they will check on you. They will be there for you regardless if you crash or not. And you don't have to be the fastest guy on the track. They, they, they accept you. And that's what I love about motocross, you know, because we all want to be fast, but how fast are we? Well, it compares who you're comparing it to, right? I mean, you know, you go out there and you might have a good day. Like I got a good friend of mine, uh, Anthea Zapier, number 822 on the Kawasaki. We met racing the Ultimate Amateur Series last year. On any given day, either he wins or I win. But we're both out there. We're both, there's, there's battling for it. And, uh, and we'll give each other high fives regardless who won or who lost. And, you know, and we might have a little choice words of who's going to win the next time, but that just builds your confidence and, and your friendship to go out there on the next day and just and throw it down on the track. I mean, it's my stress reliever. You know, I, I work hard. I work hard for my, my Niagara bottling, and, you know, we, we do great things. And, you know, I have three kids, three beautiful kids. I, you know, uh, was yeah. single up until seven months ago, so I have a beautiful girlfriend named Ashley that, that I adore. So I've got things – on my mind other than motocross, but when it comes time to be a stress reliever and to go out there and just have some fun, you know, I'll pick motocross all day long. I mean, and now I love doing BMX. I love skateboarding. I love wakeboarding. I do all those other things. I'll do it. But motocross really has my, uh, has my heart when it comes to passion and everyone you meet is just, is just good people. There's good, there's bad people out there. There's some, some shady cats in the industry, no doubt, but you know, I would say 90, 98% of the people I meet through my life have been nothing but positive. Absolute. And uh, speaking of the uh, the eight or the eight twenty two, uh, first of all, the two of you guys dress oddly alike, uh, both rocking the alias gear uh, and uh, the six D helmet, which uh, I have no doubt uh, definitely saved you some uh, some brain cells in the process of this last weekend. Um, but um, the the two of you uh, like to play some tricks on each other out there on the track. I, I see no less than two photos of you on your personal in- Instagram over at uh, BEAV685 of uh, looking over at each other uh, and um, giving each other the business a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Uh, oh, Zapier, he's a great guy. You know, he's in the Marine Corps. And, you know, I think for his service, I, like I said, I'm in the world's greatest Navy. So, you know, I grew up. Uh, spend a lot of time with the Marine Corps, and I've got no bad love for those cats. They're good dudes. And, uh, yeah, we go out there and we just battle him, and it's a friendly battle. And some days I'm better, and some days he's better. So, you know, we've been training really hard for the Ultimate Amateur Series, which starts this Saturday at Milestone MX, which I know he's prepared for, and I'm I'm pulling for him to win win the whole event, honestly, at this point, because I don't see anybody else putting in as hard as work as, uh, as I have or he has. Unless Jimmy Sloan came out there and started racing too, you know, but obviously that's not going to happen since it's his event. But, uh, yeah, he's been putting in a lot of work, and we do. We ride each other all the time and, and help each other out. And when you ride with someone that's that, that your speed or faster, Brad, you know you get, you get better and better, and uh, you just put each other to the next level. And I've been grateful to, uh, to have met Zapier last year at San Diego Supercross, and uh, ever since then, yeah, we've been – We've been riding together. We've been rocking the alias gear. We got hooked up from Bruce, uh, from Alias, or the 60 helmets coming from MX Pro Parts. Uh, you know, just you know how it is. You gotta, you gotta. 
share a little bit of your secrets and you got to look good and you got to be safe, right? Absolutely. Uh, so how is that, uh, that blonde girlfriend of yours, uh, that you hit the ground with? Um, I believe that this was your, uh, your, 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 your newer of the two bikes, correct? Yes, this is, uh, this is a new girlfriend. She's, uh, she's hurt a little bit. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I think her front rims are bent a little bit. Uh, bars, my Mika bars are definitely toast. So I got some of those on order from MX Pro Parts. Uh, definitely, um, gonna, uh, just go through the whole bike and make sure she's, she's golden for the next time I get to ride her. So, uh, but on honesty, you know, she could have been way worse too, right? She could have just really, uh, been jacked up. But from what Reed Snyder, my good friend here, uh, that lives with me and, and Ryan Honstein, they checked her out. And so far it's minimal compared to what it could be. So, so new bars, I was already going to order new plastics. I want to try that flow yellow real quick. I want to try some new graphics. Some new spokeskins. Uh, oh, definitely spokeskins. I had the flow yellow spokeskins on when she went down. So oh, every really? race, I like, yeah, I definitely like to change the spokeskins up every color to kind of match my gear or kind of, kind of go with the feeling I'm feeling. So, uh, it was teal last race and it was yellow this, this time. So I was getting ready to put some, some flow pink on it for this race. Cause uh, my girl likes pink. So I was going to run pink for Saturday, but we'll hold off. We'll, we'll hold off and let somebody else rock that cool color. Cause spokeskins will be out there for sure. Supporting the amateur series as they always do though. Tracy and Jeff, they're awesome people. They're always giving back to the sport. That's why they're, uh, they're good people and, and they deserve, uh, to be in the position they're at because, you know, they, they're not just trying to make money for people for motocross. They're trying to, trying to make money to su- support their passion for motocross. And they also give so much back. It's awesome. So, uh, is it, uh, your, uh, flesh and blood girlfriend, uh, that uh, likes pink or is it the yellow, uh, your blonde girlfriend that likes pink or both? Yeah. Well, well, anybody that knows me being as, as most people call me Beeve, that's where Beeve 685 comes from, from back in the is day. It? They know that, uh, I'm partial to, non-blondes so the blonde girlfriend is definitely we're talking about my rmz 450s for sure of course of course uh and uh you've also got a a very pretty girlfriend uh on your arm on a on on occasion so uh uh that's got to be a plus to have somebody that uh a beautiful woman to take care of you yeah yeah actually she's uh she is definitely uh, awesome she's she's new to the sport of motocross so the first time she came to see one of my races uh, last year, you know, seven months ago, she's like, you're going to win. You're going to win. She was so positive that I was going to win. And I'm thinking in the back of my head, bro, I'm like, wow, I'm just got put on the spot right now because if I don't win this thing, I'm going to look like a choke, you know? So I'm like, no joke. yeah, I'm going to give it all my best for sure. And, and sure enough, I ended up winning the first moto, which put the pressure off me. <laughs> so I did look good for a second, but ended up getting second to second moto. Which is fine too because uh, it was a good battle. But uh, yeah, she's pumped on the on the sport. She loves it, um, and and it's good introducing someone new to the sport. She's a surfer, so she's all about surfing. So definitely in the summertime, I'm surfing with her, and still riding motocross. And and she's definitely supporting me even through these uh, injuries right now. And uh, I, I'm blessed to have her in my life for sure. Right on, man. So, uh, what does the recovery look like for you, and uh, what's the likeliness that we'll see you be able to uh, get behind the gate on one of the Ultimate Amateur Series uh, rounds before uh, that series wraps up? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, 
to get back onto the gate, what it looks like right now, Brad, is about six to eight weeks is what the doc's saying. No pressure on the heels whatsoever. Yeah. So that puts me out, you know, a few months. So it looks like I would be lucky to be on the gate May 1st for the last round of the Ultimate Amateur Series, which uh, I'm definitely going to strive to do. But I'm going to take it, you know, what my body says to do. So if my body says no, then I'm going to train and, and, and build myself up to where it's proper. I'm not going to get back on the bike prior to healing properly because, you know, that's the wrong thing to do. I want to make sure I'm 100% so I don't jeopardize re-injuring the ankles or jeopardizing my health. And, uh, you know, it, it is as bad as I want to be up on that line this Saturday. You know, God willing, if I could be there to watch those guys, I will. Most likely going to be sitting here in bed still. But uh, any other chance I get to go support that series, I'll be there on the line supporting my homies and everyone out there just, you know, riding for their passion because it's a great series. They give back more than anyone else. I mean, uh, what is it? A new, a new Tundra four-wheel drive again this year for the for up for grabs. If you race all five rounds, five Yamahas are given away, uh, one at each round. I mean, you just cannot go to any of the series and the United States and get paid the way they pay back to the sport of motocross. Hey, this is Jake Weimer with Team Tedder Racing, and you're listening to Big MX Radio. We're going to commercial break. We'll be right back. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable, sweat-absorbing liner, and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat ball. When it comes to helmets, there is just one. The helmet brand that is. Just One Helmets is tailor-made for motocross and street bike riding, and now available in North America. Who chooses Just One? Well, for starters, Tim Geiser, winner of the Italian round in MX2, David Philipparts, Vicky Golden, Trevor Reese, as well as David Pulley. And you know what? So do I. I choose Just One Helmets because they are simply the safest, lightest, and most comfortable lid available. Want to know more about Just One Helmets? Check them out on the web at www.justonehelmets.com. Find out about the J12 the J32, and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. 
So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check them out. You won't be disappointed. Two thousand and fourteen X Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano and Phantom Goggle, X Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear offs, zip off systems, nose guard and more. Check out EKSBrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys who are building wheels for Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up, guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown rebuild on your forks or, or shock, call up Roy Borden today at 204-633-2722. Bill's Pipes, the home of legendary performance. Since 1974, Bill's Pipes has been providing motocross and off-road riders the performance they need. Two-stroke or four-stroke, Bill's Pipes has the exhaust system for you. In recent years, we've seen a resurgence of the Bill's Pipes brand, and that's great news. And that's great news for motocross racers everywhere. For four strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to dominate the fight on any brand. For you two-stroke guys, the MX2 Bill's Pipes exhaust system is the right one for the job and comes in works, nickel, and the all-new cone look finish that'll turn heads all day long. Head to Bill'sPipes.com right now and get the same pipe used by Billy Lidinovich, Vicky Golden, 
JMR Suzuki team, Jesse Pierce, Nico Izzy, and David Cole. Bill's Pipes is craftsmanship at its finest. So go with Bill's Pipes and never settle. Yeah, I, th- I think there's more prizes up for grabs at the Ultimate Amateur Series than there is at the Canadian Nationals. Really? I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all. In fact, at, uh, at the second round of the Trans World El Dorado Series that I attended and got second overall, I was talking to the, to the, uh, the family that won the, the, the Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van and uh, asked them, you know, how's everything going? And they, they remembered me because, obviously, I brought Niagara Water to the game. So Niagara Water is going to be there again for the third Ultimate Amateur Series, passing out thousands of bottles of waters to anyone that attends the race. And uh, they really, you know, the family really enjoyed the van. You know, she said it's hard, it's hard to watch sometimes because she's short, but you know what, they, they're blessed to have it. And you see them at the track every weekend, you know, riding or competing. So that's pretty good stuff. No kidding. And of course, uh, yeah, if you're not able to uh, be on the gate competing for uh, podium finishes, uh, I don't doubt that you'll be there representing uh, Niagara Water and uh, handing out those cold beverages so that everyone stays hydrated out there on the track to be as safe as they can be. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, you know, Niagara's a big part, but you got to give it up for Armor Energy, my energy drink sponsor who, you know, with Jimmy Sloan is just really changing the game as far as... Uh, when it comes to give back. So definitely we'll be out there supporting all the Armour Energy riders, making sure they look good, making sure they feel good, making sure they got a positive mindset going to that line because, you know, they're going to they're gonna sweep up some classes. I guarantee it. I mean, it's, I put my money on those guys because they train hard, they believe in themselves, and they got a big, big crew that believes in them behind them at every race. For sure, I can only I can just imagine a brand new uh, Beeb coming out there on the uh, on that RMZ with the flow yellow and a brand new set of Arma Energy uh, graphics. From uh, you'd probably get Magic to uh, to do those up for you. Uh, actually, no, I'm still without front graphics. Uh, oh, right. So I can't uh, can't say that I've tried Magic yet. I've heard some great things about Magic, but I'm still uh, still without front <laughs> graphics, and uh, they really do a great job for for making out graphics for my bike, you know, and, uh, really appreciate, uh, Steve, he's probably a military member as well. So we, we got a lot of them in common, but you know, uh, all the armor graphics, whether they're from out front graphics or magic are looking fresh for sure. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. It's uh, it's a good looking uh, look on the bike. I think uh, we'll have the big yellow A on the, uh, the Kawasaki's uh, North of the border for 2016, 100%. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I know, uh, talking to Zapier, I think he's going to be running a little fresh uh, A-yellow stamp on his helmet come uh, Saturday, so I'm looking forward to uh, for seeing some pics out of him ripping up the 35-plus uh, novice class, so if he doesn't win, know that I will be the first one in his ear asking him why. <laughs> there you go. Well, gi- uh, let- go ahead. I'm giving it to him. I mean, I'm on the couch. I'm giving it to him, so take take a gift, son. Pretty much, yeah. Like, uh, Of course, uh by him winning the championship or by him uh, finishing up front in any way, uh, he won't be able to steal any bragging rights off of you. Of course, uh, I don't doubt that you'll uh, most likely uh, be throwing it back at him to say uh, you might not uh, have those wins if I wasn't there, uh, if I was there. So, um, But uh, it's all good-natured ribbing, and it's it's all part of the, the motocross community, which um, you're, of course, seeing uh, the positive side of right now with uh, people, like an outpouring of support as well as uh, people 
uh, dropping off uh, get well balloons for you. Yeah, my buddy Evan, he did that. He dropped off some six eight five balloons. Evan's a good friend of mine. He he uh, I met him at uh, Paris Raceway or Paris MX not too long ago, probably about a year ago. We started riding together, and uh, yeah, he's a great dude, and he goes big in the desert, and you know he plays around the tracks a little bit. I've never seen a guy ride a wheelie longer in the desert than Evan Ikray, man. That guy, he really, he can get it. Uh, he's crazy, no doubt. So he came by and brought me balloons. I've had a lot of people come by to say hello, and I really appreciate all of them, um, that, you know, spending their time just to say how I'm doing, especially people from work, from Niagara, reaching out and making sure that I was okay. And, you know, everyone from Arma, the whole, the motocross family that I ride with, uh, my family, you know, of course, on Facebook and Instagram, and just you know, like yourself, I mean, you reached out today, man. <laughs> so you got off pretty hard. You're okay. And I, and I really appreciate it. So I got to say thank you to everybody that's reached out, that really cared that, that I was okay. And I really appreciate that. You know, it, it feels good being in a position, you know, I'm, I'm hurt. I'm trying not to be in pain, but, you know, I am. But I'm going to stay positive and just get rid of that pain. It's just weakness leaving the body anyways, right? That's so right. So I got great sponsors, Armor Energy, Inc., Skins. Uh, I got to give a shout out to Ben Calhoun from Startups Construction, uh, LTD, a new sponsor of mine this year. He really uh, showed interest into the sport. He was helping me out. So uh, don't worry, Ben. I'll be back in six weeks. We can get out there and uh, I'll show you what I can do. MX Pro Parts, of course. You got uh, uh, Brandy and Paul and, of course, Jammin, number 24 out there, just always helping us out when it comes to parts. Uh, True Honor, Bardier from True Honor, always setting me up with some sick, nice uh clothes to wear on a daily basis i mean the guy's awesome he's always checking on me making sure i'm, I'm dialed in bmx freestyle team robert castillo uh real good friend of mine i've known him since probably 2000 a legend in freestyle uh bmx uh anybody that i know that's this popular in bmx or skateboarding is through robert and uh so he's going out to san antonio he's about to do to this huge san antonio stockyards and rodeo show for a month straight so he's out there killing the game when it comes to Flatland BMX. Of course, Alias for making this look good. Have you got a chance to meet old Johnny from Moto MX? Of course. We've had him on the show. That dude is, is awesome. Got to thank him. That guy's for, hardcore. For my Slack device, dude. I mean, I can check my uh, SAG, make sure I'm golden. You know, Outfront Graphics. And, uh, you know, obviously uh, Jimmy from Arma. Everyone in my house. Uh, Reese Snyder. Uh, Ryan Hosting, Carson Russell, my buddy Matt Shea from Vegas, uh, my son Travis, my daughter Morgan. I mean, I can't thank them enough. I mean, when it comes to making sure I got meals, you know, all those guys are around making sure that I eat and, and I have water and I'm, I'm proper, you know, as well as uh, Ashley, my girl. So, you know, I'm just blessed, dude. Like I said, I just look at this as a positive. You know, we, we go faster. We're going we're gonna to hurt ourselves a little worse. But uh, hanging up the boots – no way. As much as my family back home in Arkansas and Dallas would say, hang them up. You're too old for that stuff. Negative. I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it until uh, I have to, and I'll make that decision on my own. No one else will ever tell me to make that decision. No doubt. Uh, speaking of uh, BMX, and this is uh, some some heavy-hearted news that uh, has been brought to my attention just in the last hour, that um, BMX legend Dave Mira um, apparently uh, taking his own life in um, 
in in Greenville. Uh, where does he live? North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina. Um, that's that's terrible news and uh, a huge loss to anyone in the action sports world, especially those uh, who are big fans of, of BMX. Uh, a lot of great memories with uh, watching Dave uh, do his thing over the years in, in both uh, BMX and uh, rally car. Yeah, that's that's it's horrible. And I just got the news prior to you calling me and uh, reached out to Robert. He was sad by the news as well. He knew him well. Uh, I personally didn't know him. I just admired him from, from what he did in BMX. I can just tell you this, uh, being from the military side of things, uh, you know, we always preach to our brothers um, and sisters that fought, we fought combat with or we served with, that anytime you need somebody, you can always reach out to one of us. Just step up, make a phone call, write a letter, walk in, and knock on our doors. And I'm pretty sure the BMX community feels the same way, as well as the motocross community feels that same way. Um, you know, there's there's always a better outlook than, than, than taking it into your own hands like that. And, uh, God bless his family, man. I, I, I don't even, I can't imagine what they're going through. I just hope that we can learn from it and someone else that may have that idea. If that's the true case that he did take his life, that they reach out and seek for help. I know we, we, we preach this, uh, when we do buddy check-ins with my Navy buddies all the time, my Marine buddies all the time, you know, we do a check-in, uh, how's everybody doing? And, uh, we were just hoping someone would reach out before they would take that drastic uh, step because really, you know, there's nothing that bad in the world that, that would, would support from your family, your friends, and, and the people you trust you can get through. Absolutely. And, like, uh, for, for, any, for any of those who are suffering from uh, um, the, the crippling illness that is uh, depression, um, please reach out, um, find people that, uh, uh, will listen and, uh, never, never quit reaching out because uh, I guarantee if you, if you, if you reach out to find somebody who will support you in a time of need, um, I don't think there's anyone that would, uh, would turn somebody down to, uh, lend a ear, lend a shoulder and, uh, and, and talk things out because like you said, there's, there's, uh, um, there's no reason big enough to to take your own life. There's there's always reasons for living, and uh, this is extremely sad news to be bringing to the broadcast. And and um, I I would hope that especially a guy like in your position, yeah, uh, in it, uh, work with the military, there's uh, a, t- a ton of uh, individuals that uh, suffer from those same things and and have those very same thoughts. Yeah, absolutely, and I've experienced it. I've seen it. You know, we one thing that. Uh, we try to do is always have open communication with, with anyone you're, you're with working with or are friends with. And one thing that I admire Armor energy about and Jimmy Sloan is that they do military ride days and it doesn't have to be on veterans day. It's just a random day that I'll work out with, uh, with Zapier from, uh, number eight twenty two that we talked about earlier. We'll pull his unit yeah. together. We'll just go to the track and we'll just have a, a day of, of riding dirt bikes and, uh, having fun. So, you know, there's there's plenty of outreach out there. We just hope that someone takes it, and that's that's really sad news. I just I really feel for the family and uh, and the close friends to Dave. Like I said, I didn't know him personally, but I looked up to him being an icon in the sport and what he accomplished through BMX and of course you know rally car and just just hosting TV shows. I mean, he was a great guy. So yeah, that's tough news, man. A huge huge loss to the extreme sports uh, community and. Uh the world at large, honestly, uh, he's a great guy. Uh, didn't have the uh, the 
privilege of getting to know him or meeting him in person, but uh, always carried himself with uh, a lot of respect and respected others and a fierce competitor and um, a guy who you could just tell uh, took a lot of enjoyment out in life, but... uh, um, where we our, our thoughts and prayers with uh, with him and his family. Um, mo- moving moving forward, uh, Beef. Um, as far as uh, you, like, of course, uh, you've you've got some downtime now, and I assume that your uh, your Twitter, Instagram, and social media game has probably never been better. Um, what do you what do you pass your time with uh, when you're not uh, still putting in some hours with Niagara Water? Yeah, definitely spend a lot of time with work uh, during the day, but I like to to, to, to browse the internet and, and check out what's going on the social media, Instagram for sure, see what all my buddies are posting up, some great photos like Biggie Zoids always at the tracks, making everyone look good, Swaggy 340s always out there, taking good pics of everyone. But when it comes to the uh, the pro game, I want to make sure that we we got to pay attention to the guys like, like Jason Anderson, who I think is going to turn some heads and uh, win another uh, Supercross before it's all over. I know Dungy's on a constant roll, and he's the diesel right now, but I look to Anderson to change that up a little bit. I'm so pumped that Chad Reed, being 34 years old, is still in the game and still making podiums and, uh, you know, sitting, what, is he at third in points right now? He's tied for second in points, uh, 22 back. Kind of yeah, that is that is so That is so awesome. Uh, as far as the 250 class goes, I mean, Webb had a misfortune to get off in uh, Oakland, so we'll see how he comes back from that. But uh, there's a lot of open doors for, you know, Savachi. There's a lot of open doors for everyone in the game right now. So, you know, I just want to see a good race. I want to see come down to the last race in Vegas, you know. That's the kind of fan I am. I don't have one person who I just want to go out and dominate like the old Jerry McGrath days. Those days are gone. There's too much talent. I, I want to see a battle between, you know, Anderson and Dungey and, and Reed and Roxon and, you know, even Seeley come up and just and just fight for it. Uh, that's the kind of fan I am. I just want to see the game change. Uh, as far as the 250 goes, the same thing. You know, I you got guys out there just battling and just they want to win. Like Kristen Craig, I'm so pumped that he's doing well right now. He was out of the game for two years, had a baby boy. Next thing you know, he wants to go out there and prove to his baby boy that he is a Supercross star, and that's what he's doing right now. I mean, you got to give mass respect for him, no doubt. Absolute. Uh, and, uh, of course, for uh, a guy at 42 years old, uh, uh, looking full, full well that uh, Chad Reed's doing it at, uh, at 32, almost 30, uh, 33 coming up right away. Um, almost feel like uh, you could make a comeback um, and, and do this full time if you really needed to. Oh shoot! I tell you what, with all the support I have, you you think I could come back full time for sure? But uh, I just, yeah, I passed my prime. I didn't start racing. Yeah. Um, I didn't start racing motocross at Paris Raceway until probably around ninety nine, two thousand era. So I was behind the game at, at twenty five years old. But that's all right. You know, I I live through these kids that are going out there doing doing what's right and making that money, and doing what they love, and and I've nothing but respect for every person on the on the on the on the on the line, dude. Honestly, I I wish I could be any one of them. Honestly, for a day, you know, from no you know, a lot of people, a lot of people are fans. They make fun of someone getting twentieth place or or you know missing the the night show by one. I'm like, hats off to those guys or girls if it ever comes to that point. I know Vicky Golden was getting close, but those guys are awesome, and I got much respect. Hey, if you're for all in the them. fast forty, you're a bad dude. Absolutely, fast forty. 
man, that's it. I mean, not all, not all of us can say that, right? I can say I'm a fast 40 year old. <laughs> I can't say I'm in the fast 40 on a Saturday night when it comes to Supercross, though. No. Or anyone who even will, will enter themselves in a Supercross race and legitimately believe that they can compete and, and navigate that course with some, sort, some uh, sense of uh, ability and um, uh, competence is uh is miles ahead of where i am personally because uh i've uh, long before they used to have a fence around milestones um a supercross track back when uh, it was more of like a um just don't go over there sort of thing back in 2010 i took a lap around that place wheels on the ground and a newfound respect for anyone who will attempt to uh throw down some quick lap times um whether you are uh ryan dungey or uh whoever qualifies dead last uh going out there and uh jumping the triples linking some jumps together you're a bad dude yeah absolutely and I, like my buddies carson and uh and, and tommy they're all, you know, they're going to go for their, their arena cross card, right? So they're all practicing, and, and, and these cats, one's from Arizona, one's from Vegas, they'll come out, and they'll go to the milestone and just, just to practice on the arena cross track. And I'm just like at all, I'm like, no way, that's too steep. There's no way I'm going to go hit that. And they just make it look like it's butter. And, and you know, these kids are, are fearless, and they're going to go out there, and they're going to be the next big things, and, and I support that, you know. So I, I think it's awesome. Uh, I just want to stick to my local races at Paris and Milestone and Glen Helen and, and, and stick with the guys that are my age because uh, it's more fun losing to a guy that's uh, your age than it is a, a young kid that just has you by stamina alone. <laughs> so it, it's a good time. So uh, are you still able to uh, spend a couple of corners ahead of a kid like Jammin or uh, can you barely smell his race fuel? Oh, uh, you had to bring that up. He's going to love this. Okay, so when when I get a chance to ride with the, the infamous Jam and Josh Faris. Yes, the, notorious Jam and Josh. The ever El Wapo, Rene Garcia, um, and, and Jimmy Sloan. So here's what happens. They always put the slowest guy first, right? right? And then they do the train. Well, I found myself at the front of that train than the end of that train. Of course. So meaning I have to go first and let Jammin and, they, and Renee. And they just catch you. And catch me. And if I'm good or if I'm lucky, they, they, they give me a little love tap out of respect for being who I am. Yeah, yeah. And they, and they pass me. But if I get a little too crazy and I talk a little too much, too much uh, banter, you know, they'll try to stuff it in on the corner on your real talk. That's legit. Those kids can move, jamming, of course, on the uh, Orange Brigade KTM, um, and with uh, a ton of great sponsors, including uh, MX Pro Parts and uh, and Arma Energy, uh, rocking that shades of gray helmet painted sixty uh, helmet, and. Um, Rene Garcia, a kid who's kind of come out of nowhere, uh, was able to uh, be on the receiving end of one of those Yamahas the Ultimate Amateur Series gives away, and uh, he's put that thing to use, my friend, and looking good with the Bills pipe. Oh, dude, he is. He is, both kids are awesome. I can't. I tell you what, I mean, every ever since I met those uh, those two fine gentlemen, they have been gentlemen. Uh, you know, I raised my my two kids uh, here, living in California, to be 
as if they're from the South. So they say, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Those kids are brought up the same way, and they lived in California all their lives, and, and they are such good, nice kids with such respect for, for elders and, and, and people in general that I fell in love with them since day one. And I've known these kids for a long time, and i got nothing but respect for those kids, and I can't wait to watch them go as far as they go. And I got nothing but respect for their families because their families is really where they came from. And they really push that, that same attitude, you know, and, and to be good at what you do and be humble. And, of course, with Jimmy in the mix, those kids are just on the road to success. And I'm excited to be in their circle. You know what I mean? I'm just excited to be in their circle, no doubt. So how old is Jammin right now? Jammin, I think, is a good old 13 years old. 13 years old. So legitimately, um, Supercross 2019. Uh, yeah. You could see the kid out there uh, trying to uh, make his, his name in, uh, in, in motocross, Supercross. Oh, absolutely. I think both of them are going to go really, really far. And, uh, and they're going to deserve it because they put the work in. Absolutely. No, like, um, back when, uh, like James Stewart and Ricky Carmo coming through the ranks, all we really had was, um, like Minios and, and Loretta's to see where these kids are at as far as their speed. But now with the, uh, the invention of the, um, the super mini shoot showdown at, uh, the monster energy cup, uh, the, the names that uh, are littering the podium there will one day, uh, no doubt litter the podiums of the, uh, of the big boy classes. And, and that's what we've been seeing with, uh, with some of these kids coming through the ranks and uh, Jammin finds himself in that company. Yeah, absolutely. Getting him at the Monster Energy Cup, seeing that big big Armour A on the podium at the Monster Energy Cup. How cool was that? Doesn't get any cooler than that, my friend. So uh, before I let you go, uh, I wanted to uh, give you an opportunity to once again thank those sponsors for us uh, and uh, tell us where they can uh, get some uh, ice-cool Niagara water as well as, uh, if you could, Give me a podium prediction for 250 and 450 classes uh, for this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. So let's go with the 450 prediction. Yeah. Uh, unfortunate, it's unfortunate that Blake Baggett's uh, the hurt. Um, so definitely, and I'm not going to give you an order because I really can't. I'm not that good. But I definitely, no, my choice is what I would love to have Roxon. Uh, you know Junji's going to be there. And I want to see Anderson. And I want to see Reed. Uh, top four, if not on the podium. I'm just being realistic. I mean, these, these guys are very fast. And uh, for the 250, shoots. You know Webb's going to come back swinging like a bad dog. So Webb, uh, Craig, and shoots. Who's due for a podium in the in the 250 class? I mean, could it be – I don't know, man. You're leaving out be, the points leader right now. Yeah, it's Vati, right? So yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, maybe Sabachi on the podium as well. I can't really call it on that one. No kidding. Uh, and I, I, I can't, I got to imagine that uh, Zach Osborne would be uh, unimpressed to hear that you'd leave him off the list. But either way, the kid's got to, got to prove himself out there. So it's a, it's a permanent thing. Um, and how about those sponsors? Yeah, no disrespect to Zach. Like I said, all those guys are awesome. I'm just trying to throw it out there and see who I think's on the podium. So my sponsors, I got to, I got to really yeah. give it up. Um, Niagara Water is not a sponsor that, that sponsors my motocross endeavors, but however, they, they do sponsor my paycheck. 
and they sponsored the Ultimate Amateur Series. So I'd really got to give it up to uh, Lindsey Thompson from the marketing department there at Niagara Water, who is, uh, saw the vision that giving water out at the Ultimate Amateur Series would be, would be awesome for the community. So uh, I got to thank her for that. Uh, my sponsors, personally sponsors, Armor Energy Inc. Uh, definitely, if you're thirsty and you need an energy drink, you got to go Armor. You go sugar, you go sugar free. Either one, they taste delicious. Uh, Spokeskins, Jeff and Tracy Hicks are, are really great friends of mine. And it's a great way to put, put some bling on your bike. I love changing the colors out at every race because it just looks cool and, and I have the ability to do so. So it's awesome. Uh, Startup Constructions, LTD. Uh, which is Ben Calhoun. They, they start up a, a commercial and industrial real estate. They do a lot of brand new breweries. So I get to try those bad boys out. So that's an awesome cook. MX Pro Parts, uh, Paul and Brandy. Not only are they great friends of mine and Jim and Josh and Hayden, but they definitely help me out when I find myself in situations like this, when I need to look for some parts. So they're definitely the ones I go to when I order parts for my, my blonde girlfriend. Uh, Barty at True Honor. Uh, that's the clothing line that's just, just sick. It's, it's, it's new to the game. They just always put out top-notch stuff. Uh, Robert Castillo and Stephanie at BMS Freestyle Team. Uh, Bruce at Alias MX. Uh, Johnny at Motu MX, one of the coolest cats around. And, of course, uh, Paris MX, Milestone, uh, Jimmy Free the Peeps. You know, I got to give a shout-out to 60 Helmets uh, that I get through MX Pro Parts. I got to just... You know, that helmet has kept me from getting a concussion the last two major crashes I've had, and you got to yes, respect sir. that, you know. I'm not going to uh, downplay any other helmet, but I've had six concussions, and since I've been riding 60, I have not. Uh, so I've got to really throw it out there. Those guys are awesome. Uh, FTTMX, uh, Ryan Honstein, uh, Reese Snyder, uh, Matt Shea from Vegas, uh, Carson Russell, uh, Tommy from Vegas, my son, Travis Beaver, my daughter, Morgan Beaver, and my girlfriend, Ashley, I mean, without, and my family, without those guys, dude, it would just be, I'd just be out there riding a the field by myself, you know? So I've been blessed with the people around me in my circle. It's my circle's tight. And uh, with friends like you calling me up and making sure I'm okay, you know, it just, it just makes, it makes life easier. It makes things a lot, a lot more positive. I'm about the positive side of life than the negative side of life. So you know, I want to say a big thank you out to all the uh, troops out there supporting us right now, keeping our freedom free, regardless if they're in the Air Force, Army, Navy, uh, Marines, even the Coast Guard. We give all the love to you guys, making sure we can have our holidays and making sure we're free. Even the Coast Guard. That's quite the impressive list of, uh, of sponsors you have, and uh, good on you for uh, giving some recognition to, uh, to those who uh, to really help out. Um, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show, uh, Brandon. Um, you're, you're, you're a great racer in the sport. You love it for the right reasons, and uh, we really appreciate you giving us some time to, um, to chat moto and, uh, and all things two wheels. Um, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Hey, thank you so much, Brad, and I wish you the best up there, and I, I'm still waiting. I told you, you've got a place to stay, a bike to ride. Anytime you want to take me up on that offer, son, come on down.
Well, I'll be looking at flights, my friend. The Canadian dollar is uh, a little uh, a little sketchy right now for uh, for coming down. Uh, my my dollar is worth about sixty cents of yours, so uh, <laughs> it makes things a little more more difficult. But uh, I I do plan to come down there and uh, and spend some time with you, and uh, and hopefully by but when I do, you'll be uh, fully operational and uh, and up and moving around. Um, but I do appreciate that that offer, man. You're uh, you're much too kind. Yeah, absolutely, and, and and you got a lot of friends down there, so I bet you if you gave me a date that when you could commit, we could raise the money for that flight ticket to make sure you come down there and have a good time, boss. Wow, well, uh, that, that really means a lot to me, my friend. Uh, like I said, I really appreciate you giving me the time. Uh, don't hang up just yet, for, but for podcast sake, we'll cut it off right there. Thank you, everyone. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.